हेलो एवरीवन सो टुडे थ्रू दिस पॉडकास्ट आई विल एक्सप्लेन यू सम बेसिक कॉन्सेप्ट्स ऑफ जूरिस्टिक्शन सो एज वी डिस्कस्ड अर्लियर इन अवर सेशन दैट वेन एवर देर इज ए कॉन्फ्लिक्ट ऑफ लॉ सो कॉन्फ्लिक्ट ऑफ लॉ दैट इज सपोज क्राइम हैज़ बिन कमिटेड इन स्विट्जरलैंड एंड द पर्सन इज रेजिडेंट फ्रॉम इंडिया एंड ऑल्सो ऑपरेटेड फ्रॉम इंडिया so in this case uh, there is a conflict of uh, law as to which law will be applicable after deciding which law will be applicable that is deciding the filing of case there is a question that has to be addressed that is choice of jurisdiction that is how the jurisdiction is decided whether the appropriate court is having the jurisdiction to decide or reflect on the matter or not so where there is a conflict of law there are uh, certain questions that we need to address first does the forum in question have the jurisdiction to deal with the matter if it has the jurisdiction then what law should be chosen to apply to that matter third how will judgment of the foreign court will be recognized and enforced so these three questions are very important if you suppose uh, decide uh, and get the decision in favor that the appropriate forum is having the jurisdiction then the second question will be that whether the law that you are applying is appropriate like for example if you have filed a case under it act so whether this actually file uh, falls under it act or it should be uh, covered under any other law so on this matter also a case could be rejected if the wrong law is applied and the third if the if the law is applied jurisdiction is also there then how to implement that uh, on the basis of uh, the implementation of judgment of a foreign court now as we discussed uh, regarding the state jurisdiction it may be exercised uh, within the state uh, territory with the state uh, or within the state's competence that is uh, its complete and or uh, exclusive jurisdiction with respect to any subject matter or the residents so states jurisdiction could also be uh, exercised outside uh, own territory that is uh, the territories of other states uh, like for example uh, we have to to understand uh, that there are certain common territories uh, they are called international spaces like open space antarctic outer space so they all uh, fall under the authority of international law so there is no specific um, country which is having the authority so state jurisdiction uh, applies to the territory within which a state is having the power and apply to outside the state also if it is provided under any law in the state then that is called extra territorial jurisdiction that is exercising the state jurisdiction outside state territory which may lead to conflict of law uh, in the choice of jurisdiction okay so if you uh, exercise uh, like information technology act on the crime which is committed in united states then we have to see whether our it act is having extra territorial jurisdiction to apply or not if it is having then the question will arise as to conflict of jurisdiction because the people uh, the, the person and the court of united states will say that we have a jurisdiction so that has to be decided on this principles so basic uh, set of jurisdiction principles that we mentioned earlier are territoriality principle effect principle personality principle protective principle and universality so please go through all those principles and if you have any doubt as to understanding of the principles please reflect on the google classroom with your comments so i will address them 
now the practical challenge comes after understanding all uh, these principles and the powers of the state is where do you initiate your legal proceedings now you may be uh, falling under the jurisdiction of a common law country or you may be falling under the jurisdiction of a civil law country so both uh, have different uh, interpretations as to the jurisdiction so we take a uh, common law because we are part of common law and uh, the common law principles which are there in uk the old english uh, system was based on territoriality uh, under the common law that is the defendant had to be present in the territory of the forum if the defendant was outside uh, the territory you had no jurisdiction even if it was uh, one of the citizen of the particular territory so the alternative is consent to jurisdiction or if the defendant voluntarily submit to the jurisdiction of a particular court so there are number of situations in which uh, the defendant may do it like uh, he had made a contract under a contract it has been mentioned uh, and we have decided as to choice of law in choice of jurisdiction that is we will be uh, making our transaction as per particular law and uh, if any dispute, uh, default is there or any dispute is there we will go to a particular uh, court for the settlement if you are as a part of uh, european union you, you will be subject to brussels convention on jurisdiction and enforcement of judgment in civil and commercial matter of 1968 because uh, european union is separately having their own laws wto is also having much uh, less effect on the european union law so uh, on the basis of brussels convention and the latest lugano convention it will be decided that which state will be having jurisdiction to decide a particular case now if we take uh, the jurisdiction understanding under international law there are certain foundation principles which has been addressed by uh, various cases and on the basis of those cases we will understand uh, the principles of jurisdiction that we had earlier mentioned uh, one principle is anglo saxon principle that is power concept uh, or we can uh, call uh, this as state statute uh, which give the power to the state to decide uh, the jurisdiction uh, on personnel who are there within the territory of that particular state so that is that is the principle which is there in whole united states as well this uh, is also limited by the due process clause of 14th amendment of the united states that is arm length statute uh, in one of the case uh, in supreme court uh, it has been said that every state possesses exclusive jurisdiction and sovereignty over the persons and property within its territory and no state can exercise direct jurisdiction and authority over the persons and property without its territory so the the, the personal jurisdiction with respect to the territory is there so we can divide uh, the jurisdiction into two parts that is jurisdiction in rem and jurisdiction in personam in personam it is required that a person should be physically present or his domicile is there in that particular state or he has given a consent to the jurisdiction or suppose he have uh, waived the jurisdiction of a particular state and sub subjected himself to the particular state then also it will be applied or then there is a arm length statute that is the statute which is applicable extraterritorially to different uh, states okay so we understand this this uh, jurisdiction in personam uh, with the help of certain cases 
so first case uh, there are number of cases so i will be giving taking fundamental case uh, because this whole concept has developed from united states so i'm taking united states case because united states is a country which is divided into different states so every state is having its own jurisdiction so if there is a conflict between the jurisdiction of two states uh, it has to be decided on certain principles and uh, certain uh, cases which has been decided by the supreme court so so those cases are also having persuasive value in other countries because the cyber law has developed uh, and has been initiated from the united states so they uh, these cases are still applied even in india as well so first principle uh, for deciding the jurisdiction uh, or conflict of law is uh, the case of uh, international shoe versus washington uh, which was decided in 1945 this uh, case uh, is a very uh, landmark case which gives us uh, the principles of minimum contact for deciding the jurisdiction in this case court had said that no personal jurisdiction unless the defendant has certain minimum contact with the forum state so as to not offend territorial notions of fair play and substantial justice supreme court held in this case that on arm length statutes were constitutional if the out of state defendant had enough contact with the forum state to justify the state reaching outside its border and bringing the defendant into the courts so if the defendant had availed himself or herself of the benefits of a particular state then state could make him or her or her uh, liable in that state also so if the out of the state defendant has established a minimum contact with the forum state and it justifies the state's arm length statute then it will com- be completely fair under the united states constitution to try that person in the state or uh, in the forum state so the forum state could demand that out of the state person submit to its jurisdiction even though the defendant may never have physically being present in the forum state I have shared with uh, with this podcast a YouTube link which explains what exactly is the fact and what has happened in the case uh, that we have early, right now mentioned that is the international shoe company and washington please go through that case and understand the rationale of the supreme court uh, wherein uh, of united states has been decided there there in supreme court has said that general rule is that in order to have the jurisdiction uh, with someone outside the state the person must have certain minimum contact so minimum contact is actually the keyword that you have to remember minimum contact with it uh, such that it meant uh, it maintains um, the the relationship with that state so that we can try that person in that particular forum state where the case has been filed so for a corporation the minimum contact requirements are not just continuous and systematic activity but also those that give rise to the liability uh, on which the suit has been filed so defendant could have sued um, someone in um, in washington if the uh, the company is having a minimum contact in washington also or if some activities are there uh, in washington or maybe some tax uh, they are paying taxes in washington so if any activity is done even though company is not registered in washington so then also minimum contact would be there and case can be filed in that state also Another principle that I will uh, discuss with you is a reasonable expectation or foreseeability. Uh, th- through the basis of this uh, interpretation, also uh, the case can be filed even uh, outside the st- state uh, of the defendant's residence. So the principle of foreseeability. 
has been decided in the case of World Wild Volkswagen versus Woodson. I have also shared with you a brief video on uh, this case so you can take uh, the understanding. So this explains the further understanding of uh, minimum contact which says that we while looking at the minimum contact we also need to see that whether uh, this uh, minimum contact is having any uh, force inability that is uh, is discussed in this case so court said that uh, because the interest uh, in having the suit in uh, a particular state uh, given the defendant were hospitalized uh, they they the key witnesses are residing their jurisdiction should have been granted but in this case uh, the jurisdiction was not been granted because a person has purchased a car from somewhere else and moved to somewhere else so in that case it has never been reasonably assumed that the accident will happen in that particular state where the case has been filed so please go through this uh, uh, this case in the YouTube link, and you will understand about the reasonable force in force inability bec uh, because when the car is uh, suppose manufactured in New York, they may never have a fo force inability that this car will move from New York to some other place, and there if the accident happens, then uh, the company has to pay uh, the damages if any defect or defaults uh, comes in that. So please go through that. Uh, we have to look into the force inability of a particular uh, default. The third important uh, principle is purposeful availment and fairness and uh, substantial justice. Purposeful availment has been discussed in the case of Burger King versus Rudzwicks. Uh, this has also been decided uh, by United States Court. Now in this case, the plaintiff is a florida corporation and defendant is a resident in michigan and had a franchisee agreement specifying that the defendant may be subject to suit in florida a plaintiff sued the defendant in florida federal court based on a diversity of citizenship for the non-payment under the franchisee agreement so defendant moved to dismiss on the ground that that florida did not have a personal jurisdiction over the defendant so court uh, in this case has considered when the defendant has a business relationship and agreement with a corporation located in the forum state, there is forum selection clause in the agreement. The forum state may exercise personal jurisdiction if the long arm statute permits it. If the exercising jurisdiction would cause a grave hardship to the defendant, then the exercising jurisdiction would violate the due process. So court said that along with minimum contact and uh, forcibility, we also need to see the purpose of availment. Like for example, in this case, court said that the contract term stating that the franchisee relationship would be governed by the Florida law constitute purposeful availment of the benefits and protection of Florida law by the defendant. When a contract calling for certain forum is not made under the the duress or misrepresentation then the jurisdiction over the defendant is proper unless the defendant would be inconvenient to such an extent that having to litigation in that forum state would be unconstitutional so this case um, if you have purposefully uh, availed the services of a particular state and you have, you have uh, not only written in this case it has been given the agreement with the but even if you have acted in such a way that you purposefully availed uh, the contractual relationship uh, in that particular state with the with the citizens or may, maybe with the customers of that state in that that case also case can be filed in a forum state wherein you have the purposeful availment 
and uh, last that we will take because there are number of uh, principles has been number of cases because there are certain um, fundamental that i'm taking one is effect doctrine effect doctrine has been discussed in caldrler versus jones now in this case the personal jurisdiction with respect to the libel action that is the defamation of a person has been discussed so in this case uh, a californian resident uh, who was a very famous uh, journalist as well as uh, an actor and performer and brought a libel action against a national magazine based in uh, florida and against its reporters and magazine editors and individually uh, both reporter and magazine editors were uh, served uh, by email uh, in florida and they both moved to to quash services for the lack of jurisdiction it was mentioned in the uh, in the complaint that they have mentioned certain information about uh, about mr uh, miss caldeller who was very famous uh, performer and uh, the information was not correct so she has filed a case uh, that the information is not correct so it is defamatory the lower court granted the motion but appeal was filed by the uh, defendant they said that, or the the court said that the state uh, appellant court reversed the lower order uh, court order and found the jurisdiction so uh, in the earlier case uh, the lower court said that there is no jurisdiction because the person is from california but uh, her court accepted the jurisdiction and further uh, the defendant again filed a case to supreme court so supreme court uh, decided the appeal and said that uh, the california person who is resident in california can also file a case uh, in california even if the defamation has happened in florida so court said court said that uh, the california court will have the jurisdiction to decide this matter because effect has been felt in california the person is staying in california if you defame him in florida then also case can be filed in california because the effect of the defamation is there in california where the person is residing the supreme court noted that the petitions were not uh, charged with un uh, targeted negligence but uh, rather their intentional and allegedly torturous actions were expressly aiming at california and under circumstances petitioners must have reasonably anticipated being sued uh, in california so that is how it had been decided by the supreme court that effect doctrine can also be used uh, to to decide the matter there is another uh, uh, doctrine also that is used so you the, you will read by your own i will give you a short brief and material that is stream of commerce and uh, doctrines which are applicable for the commercial matters that is ki commercial activity kisi company ki ek jagah se dusri jagah ho rahi hai in that case how we will decide as to uh, the minimum contact so that's all for the today you go to uh, through the brief material that has been given to you to understand about the general concepts and these concepts will now we will apply to the cases of the cyber space uh, while deciding the jurisdiction